Hello, this is Mike from Danger and Play, and I'm here in the studio with Jay is in the house. And today we have a special episode for anyone who is trying to find their purpose in life, um, especially anybody who's in their 20s. This came about because somebody, readers had said, hey man, would you think about doing a feature called 20 Rules for Your 20s? And I thought, I thought, sure, what's the best way to do it? I emailed my newsletter subscribers and I said, hey, if you're over 30, would you tell me what advice you would give to someone under 30? And if you're in your 20s, why don't you tell me what your questions and concerns are? I thought that I would get a few emails and I would put it all together in a nice little post, but actually I've received way too many emails that I can handle. It's been overwhelming, but overwhelming in a good way. I'm very grateful that you guys sent in your questions. and I'm really grateful to older men who reached out and gave their answers. So for the show today, what we're going to do is we're going to tackle 10 of the reader questions one by one, and then we'll do another series where we'll tackle some more reader questions, and then we'll talk about the feedback that the men over 30 had sent us. So without further ado, without further ado, let's get going. The first question that we're going to tackle is an issue that came up more than any other one. In fact, when you read all of these emails, there are some patterns that definitely occur. And the most common question that we got goes something like this. I'm in my 20s and I don't know what my purpose in life is. I don't really have any passion. How can you find your purpose in life? Jay, what say you? So it's an interesting question and uh, and one that unfortunately I don't think is answerable to for anyone specifically, even as you get older. I, I think the best way to relay it is to kind of give you some advice as to what um, a good friend of mine's father once said to me, <clears throat> and that is, you really never ever as an adult, man or woman, know what you really want to do in your life, right? Like when you're a kid, you think about, oh, I want to be a pro athlete or, oh, I want to be a doctor or, oh, I want to be a lawyer or a race car driver or whatever, you know, and it's like a dream or a goal to be that. But ultimately, as you start getting older and you go through high school and for some of us who've gone through college, lucky enough to graduate from college, <clears throat> you then are in this hopeless predicament or standpoint or mindset of like, what am I going to do? I, I don't know what I want to do. Well, my my dad's friend said it this way. He said, the only thing that you can really do is find something that you're good at, okay? Now, you may not know what you're good at right now at 21 or 22 or 23, but you'll find something as long as you keep putting your nose to the grindstone and you network. And you find something that you're good at and you hone your craft and you get good enough at doing it that you're able to finance yourself if you want to get married and have kids not saying that's what you want to do but if you do all those things lend to that and so you'll get to a point where you're so good at what you do that you'll find your purpose in life just because you've gotten really good at something and it's allowed and enabled you to have a life worthy of happiness and ultimately financial whatever you want yeah this is an incredibly difficult question to answer because um we're, we're told that you have to find some life purpose, right? And that you, if you don't have some purpose, then you don't know what to do. And my answer to this might sound kind of um, unmotivated or even kind of what some guys would call beta, but why do you have to find your life purpose when you're 18, 19, 20, 21? Why, why do you have to go to college, declare your major, and go to college when you're 18, declare your major, graduate at 22, and then somehow go out and live your life purpose. I mean, it seems so fucking bizarre, doesn't it? It's impossible. I mean, no one's going to know what they want to do. I mean, if I give you my life background and story, I mean, I was constantly changing, constantly adapting, constantly doing different things all the way up until I was 34 years old. 
Right. And and they'll they'll tell you, well, you don't know what you want to do with your life. You don't know what you do with your life, right? And you're 22, but you, you're, if you're listening here and you're in a, a first world country, you're going to probably live to be 80 years old. How in, how in the hell are you going to find your life purpose at 22 that you live at 80? I mean, I started out um, in college. I really wanted to be a chiropractor because I enjoyed um, physical culture. And then I decided I want to be a lawyer. And it wasn't because I couldn't get good grades in the pre-med stuff. I got good grades. And then I decided I want to be a lawyer. And then guess what? Guess what's going to happen? Um, life is going to fucking interject. And life is going to fuck up your plans. I had to delay my legal career for a while. Uh, because of some things that came up. So what was supposed to be my life purpose no longer was my life purpose. And then I had to figure out other things. And I would say that... At the merry old age of 36, I have finally found my life purpose, which is danger and play. So you guys asking me these questions are 22. When I was 22, I had no idea what my life purpose was. I don't think you're going to have any idea what your life purpose was. Moreover, your life purpose is going to change. Um, Jay, when you have kids, what happens to your life purpose? Your, your life purpose completely shifts from you and being you know identified with you and your woman or just you and your personal life to providing for your children so your life is going to shift at various points through your 20s and your 30s and again it goes back to what i was trying to say if i didn't do a good job saying it the first time is you find something that you're good at you hone your craft you get to the point where you're so good at it that other people see it and your demand becomes higher and guess what money better lifestyle better housing better car all those things are coming with that Right. The the best way to find your life purpose then is, uh, I would say, stop looking and find something that you enjoy doing. Become a master at it. And I've actually got a blog post that I'm going to write up, or maybe I won't if we cover on the podcast, called Seek Mastery, Not Hackery. And what I mean is that a lot of you guys in your 20s are, you read these like Tim Ferriss sites and they tell you, hey, become a hacker. Don't become a master at like Mike or Jay who, who are masters of TRT. Just fucking go find their website, rip it off, pretend like you fucking know what you're talking about. Yeah, and, and, and fucking hack everything. And, and I can tell you that people who hack are actually um, not living their life purpose. They don't have any fun at all. So if you want to find your life purpose, find something that you actually enjoy doing and spend years becoming a master of it. And then once you look back, you're going to think, oh, I think I found my purpose. There are no shortcuts. Enjoy the ride. Mike is 100% correct. Hey, if shit blows up on you at 23, 24, 27, who cares? Keep going. Keep pushing forward. Get up the next day. Put your clothes on like anything else. Every day the sun comes up. It doesn't matter how bad shit seems to you at that moment. Tomorrow's a new day. And that's how you find your life purpose. Our next question is about friendship, and it goes like this. Hi, I'm 19 and a college student. I have some friends who I enjoy spending time with, although they're not necessarily winners and they don't seek to improve their lives. They're not really losers either. Unfortunately, it seems like pretty much nobody is a winner and people are not seeking excellence. Instead, that they are very insecure and they are just trying to pass the time. I'm not sure what I'm asking other than I feel like my friends aren't doing the most that they can go out of life. What can I do? So, good question. Um, it's unfortunate for a lot of you younger guys today. <clears throat> you know, obviously, Mike started this blog to try to make men more alpha and more masculine and, and all the things that come with that. Um, I am involved in some young kids or young boys that I'm mentoring now, too. And I'll tell you, man, it's a real beta world out there, man. Just with the environment, the phytoestrogens, the foods that you guys are exposed to, it's hard to be masculine. It's hard to have high testosterone, you know, and especially at your young age, you can't take hormone replacement therapy. So, realistically, 
when you say they're not losers, but they're not going anywhere in life, well, Mike and I would tell you that 15 years from now, when you're 35 or 36, they're losers to you. Okay. They may not be losers to you now because socially they're right there with you and you guys are hanging out, seeing movies together, texting, whatever it is that you do. But ultimately, if they have no vision and they have no motivation, they're not going anywhere. So it's up to you to try to distance yourself with them. I mean, it's as simple as this, man. Crabs in a bucket. If you surround yourself with like-minded people, the reality of you going further than them is, is very, very minimal. Yeah, if you want to find friends who are winners, I'm going to have to tell you that you should expand your well. You might think that college is big, but when it comes to people who really want to succeed in life, you're dealing with maybe 1% of the population. That means 99% of the people you meet are just fucking drones and zombies to varying degrees. So how do you find fucking winners? Well, the, the Jay and I met on an internet forum. You know, I've known him for, God, 15 or 20 years. Um, we met online. Some of my best relationships um, have been formed um, in internet communities. So if you're not meeting the caliber of men that you want to meet in college, then stop hanging out with those people other than if you want to occasionally go out and kick it, fine. But otherwise, um, broaden your horizons, um, ex expand your horizons, find an internet community, or you know what? Go start looking to where the older successful men hang out with. I met a lot of cool guys in cigar lounges. Um, if a man's in a cigar lounge, since that's an expensive hobby, he's probably done okay with his life. So, yeah, get away from, get away from those fucking people. They are not going anywhere. They're going to drag you down. And if you want to find better friends, find the right online communities, network with people who read Danger and Play, and go look for older mentors. The next question is concerning appearances. I'm 22 and I have strong insecurities about my look. It is so bad that every negative thing that happens with me, I believe, is because of my looks. Um, specifically, my ears look bad. When I wear a winter hat, I get attention from women. But when I don't wear a hat, I don't get attention. So here's the thing, buddy. Um... We all have flaws. We all have um, imperfections. If you don't make an issue out of them, other people won't. If you make an issue out of them, other people will. The reason you're meeting more girls fucking when you're wearing a hat is because suddenly you're not worried about your ears. You know, that's all you're doing. You're fucking, your ears, bro, are you out of your mind? You know, um, fucking Obama has big, lots of people have big ears, I'm sure. Lots of people have big noses, a, a big nose, uh, a big ears aren't going to stop you from meeting girls. So if you want to get over this, uh, don't make a fucking issue out of it. If you make an issue out of it, it becomes an issue. If you don't make an issue out of it, it won't be an issue. Yeah. I mean, honestly, Mike's right. Psychologically, bro, you're just insecure and that's okay. You know, you're still young enough. I mean, we're all insecure. We all have our insecurities. I mean, in my life, I could give you stories of when I was cheated on and things that have happened to me and how insecure I was about thinking about women and just going through the motions. But I mean, at your age, it's perfectly normal to be insecure about your physical appearance or your body or something like that. But as Mike said, just get over it. The reason you feel the way you do when you have a hat on is because you're not thinking about your ears. Like he said, I mean, so your, your normal game and your normal charisma and personality is coming through. You have to perceive that your normal charisma and your normal personality is always there regardless of whether your ears stick out or they don't. And, and plus, man, um, you know, I say get over it. And the best way to get over it is realize that everybody has an insecurity. Oh, uh, man, I know some of the fucking hottest girls you would ever meet. They've been cheated on. Uh, they think their toes are too big or that their fingers look weird or they have a weird cuticle thing. Everybody has hangups, man. But if you don't make an issue out of them, other people don't. So fuck your hat. Take your hat off. Quit worrying about it. And guess what? You're going to be just fine. 
Dealing with insecurities. I recently turned 18 a couple of months ago. I've been struggling with being insecure, lacking confidence. I'm shy and I'm always worrying about what people think about me. Uh, it gets so bad that I have a meltdown and cry in private. I want to be more outgoing and get invited to parties and hang out with cool people. Okay, bro. There's a few things um, that are wrong with your, your mindset. One is that uh, p- the fucking cool people aren't that cool, okay? Right. Why do you want to hang out with them so bad? What makes them so cool? Two is that you're always worrying about what people think about you. Uh, sorry, people aren't thinking about you. Now, you can, you can take that one of two ways. Um, we live in a culture where... Everybody wants to be a celebrity and everybody is wondering what people think about them. But the truth is, like, uh, don't take this the wrong way, but you're fucking nobody, you know. Nobody right now, except for us because we're taking your question, is sitting around thinking, oh, what's this fucking guy doing? Nobody cares. Now, maybe that makes you sad because you're younger and maybe you had, I don't know, helicopter parents or whatever. But to me, that's very freeing because all of those things you're making an issue out of aren't really an issue because, because you don't matter, as far as being insecure and lacking confidence, I would just say go to the gym. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I just summarized. Mike summarized what you wrote, and uh, and we feel for you. We feel for all you guys, and that's why we're trying to answer your questions. But for you, specifically, Mr. 18-year-old who feels a little bit insecure, brother, get in the gym, get serious about your training, build up your physique, get your protein and your nutrition in order, uh, sleep right, and at your age, with all the natural testosterone you're producing, six months of hardcore action in the gym, and your physique is going to overcome all of your insecurities. I promise you that. Next question is, I've made lofty goals, but I can't stick to them. Every day I tell myself I'm going to strive for excellence, but I usually end up wasting my day. I'm disgusted with myself. I berate myself. I tell myself I need to change. I'm lost and discouraged. You know, this is a really, really common sentiment that you guys are just fucking beating yourselves up, man. And I don't know. Maybe I was doing that when I was your age. Maybe it's not, but um, it sounds like... People have given up a belief in God, and now people have another religion, which is, I mean, this sounds like a, a sinner. You know, when I used to believe in God, this is how I'd feel. I would masturbate, and I'd feel disgusted. I'd tell myself I was a sinner. Like, who's, whose expectations are you trying to meet? Are they really your expectations? Like, you say, I've made lofty goals, but I can't stick to them. Whose goals are they? Are they your goals? I, I bet you they're fucking not your goals, because nobody needs to tell me to, to, to make my goals. Um, like I don't have a goal to go to the gym every day. Like I, fu- I want to go to the gym. Now, if you told me, okay, uh, I need to go fucking have a job at a corporation and have a lofty goal to climb the corporate ladder, I would, I would feel just like you. But it wouldn't be because I lacked discipline or restraint. It would be that I, that I was essentially living a lie and I was doing something that I didn't want to do. So here's what I would ask yourself, man. Turn off your fucking computer. Turn off your phone. Spend some time by yourself with nothing but a pen and a paper and ask yourself, whose goals are they? Are they your goals or are they mommy and daddy's goals? Are they your goals or are they society's goals? Are they your goals or are you living for someone else? Yeah, I mean, that's 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 invaluable wisdom right there. I mean, my answer is a little different. Um, when I was your age, I was probably more concerned, as, as most of you guys are, with what people wanted me to do. I mean, Mike's podcast the other day about, you know, are you living your life for yourself? Or are you living your life for others? Really hit home, um, not just with me, but it should hit home with you guys. I would, I would first urge this guy to go and listen to that podcast. But number two, and this always helps me, is you know what? 
it's as simple as this. You can use an app on your phone if you don't really want to write shit down, but writing stuff down is proven that you're going to remember. It's going to resonate with you more. Just carry a little index card with you, man. Put it in your back pocket and write down when you wake up in the morning five things that you want to accomplish that day, okay? Because if you do that and you make that a character trait or a habit for the next 20 years of your life, I literally guarantee you that the majority of things that you want and want to get in your life are going to come to you because you have a focus and a purpose and you're driven to achieve them. Yeah, and, and listen to what Jay said again. He didn't say write down five things that mommy and daddy told you to want. You know, Jay will admit that his issue is that, you know, his dad was kind of a slave driver and kind of fucked with his head because he'd always tell him, you need to do more. Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? And uh, that'll, that'll fuck you up for a long time, man. And I was sort of the opposite where, where my parents were just not involved. And it ended up working out well for me because I didn't have all of these issues and expectations a lot of you guys have. So write down five fucking things that you want to do. You. not Don't think, uh, will, will mommy and dad like this? Will they love me more if I do this? Will people accept me more if I do it? No, 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 no. Sit. Think about, again, honesty. What do you want? What do you want to accomplish? Fuck everyone else. Don't worry about what they want. They had their lives, and if their lives were so good, they wouldn't be obsessed with what you're doing. Set goals for yourself and no one else. No, exactly. I mean, that's it. I mean, Mike's hit, hit on the head. It's not what society wants. It's not what your friends want. It's not what your parents want. It's what you want. And what you want might be minuscule compared to what you think people think you want. It's as simple as that. Yeah, may, maybe you want more than what society tells you. Or maybe you want less. If you want to uh, get a Volkswagen fucking um, van and, and go surf, hey, man, it's your life. Do it. All right, we're going to break up the pace with a quick and easy question, although it's actually not that easy, and it is, what is the best way to measure body fat? The gym has an electric current version, but it seems to jump around as much as 10%. What do you use to measure body fat, and what do you suggest? So great question. Definitely expert can answer this. Um, those bio impedance electrical current machines are absolute bullshit garbage. They measure uh, electrical impedance through your skin and it's based on hydration of your body. You can do it in the morning and do it at night and get a 15% variant. So they're worthless. The Tanita body fat scales are the same. Throw them away. Don't use them. There's only two ways to get your body fat measured. Okay. <clears throat> By far away, the most effective is what is called hydrostatic weighing. And a hydrostatic weighing is actually jumping in what they call a bod pod and um, a water immersion technique where they basically measure the difference between your skin and um, your, your, your elasticity in your, in, your skin, in your tissue, which encompasses your fat versus your skeletal free skeletal mass. So that's the most efficient way. The second most efficient way, and it's not nearly as efficient as the first, but if you use a competent trainer um, like myself or Mike or somebody who knows how to do it, you can do like an 11 site skin caliper measurement um, test. And there's formulas for both males and females, but the 11 site will give you pretty accurate um, to a bod pod. But those are the two best ways to get your body fat measured. Yeah, and, and of course, if you have um, a research facility, it was called a DXA scan or DEXA, depending upon how they abbreviate it, which is, which is pretty amazing. But um, if you want to, you know, let's look beyond your question to what you really want. You want to know if you're making progress and the best way to do that is the mirror in your clothing. How your clothes fit. Yeah. 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 If you look better in the mirror, if you feel tighter, if your clothes fit better, it's good. Otherwise, uh, there's no really reason to stress about your body fat. Yeah, and there's one thing I want to add, and this actually hopefully for all the guys that are listening to this podcast because there have been a lot of questions coming in. I see a lot of the protocols of guys, hey, if I do this, if I do this amount of reps, if I do this amount of sets, blah, 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 and I eat like this, you know, blah, 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 can I gain fat, can I lose muscle? Let me tell you something, and Mike and I have stressed this before. It is 
physically or physiologically impossible unless you are the elitist of elite somatype, mesomorph, to gain muscle and lose fat at the same time. It's impossible. Okay, so you guys out there thinking about how you don't want to gain fat, but you want to you know, gain muscle or you want to add weight, it's not going to happen. Okay, so don't worry about losing body fat and getting muscle more muscular because you can't do both things. You can only do one or the other. You can lose body fat by debiting your calories, increasing your uh, aerobic expenditure, or you can gain muscle by overeating, not bulking, remember, but overeating beyond your normal maintenance amount, which you're going to have to discover for yourself and training intensely. How can I meet girls when I don't drink? I'm 21 and I have my shit together. I know where I want to be at life. The problem is I don't drink. Girls will almost automatically think you aren't fun if you don't drink. And they, if you are serious about being successful. Uh, okay, Jay, what do you say? <laughs> I think that uh, you're hanging around with the wrong people because it can't be further from the truth. I mean, any legitimate woman. Now, granted, you know, this guy's 21. You're 21 years old, so, you know, your perspective is a little narrow. But um, it's not true. I mean, in, so- in social, you know, settings, there's a lot of peer pressure to drink. Mike and I have both felt that. We've all been in those situations. But listen, man, standing up for your values and not drinking and letting girls know that you're doing this because you're going places in life or whatever. I mean, believe me, dude, that's going to impress a girl much more than some fucking more moron drunk who after an hour of talking to her literally is spitting on her when he has conversation with her yeah and plus girls who drink oh man they they'll throw up in your car they have meltdowns you you see them sitting because you of date rape if you have sex with them yeah exactly um they're they're called woo girls in san francisco i don't know what you guys call them but they get drunk woo and and you'll see them on the fucking the sidewalk crying and I don't, I don't know, man. Um, I don't, I could actually, I dated a girl and she was a drunk and I told her it was a fucking deal breaker. So you're not missing out, buddy. If they think you're weird because they are fucking drunks, good fucking riddance, man. Your life will be so much better without dealing with that bullshit. Yeah. I mean, the truth about alcohol is very simple. You know, are there people in life who are successful in their businesses and uh, and their positions who are, you know, closet alcoholics, social alcoholics? Of course. But is there really anyone of substance that you really want to be around in your 40s and 50s who's an alcoholic? It's unlikely because people that are alcoholics have no control of their back end, as I like to call it, and their life is a mess. You know, they may keep up a certain appearance in their business sense, in their job and whatever you know rank they hold in their corporation. But at the end of the day, if you start looking into their background, they have no back end because they're fucking drunks. Yeah, I've never met anyone who got drunk and then became a better person. No. You know, maybe they'll catch a buzz and they're social, but I've seen fucking men, in, so-called men in their 30s, 40s, and get drunk and melt down. Fuck that noise, dude. You're 21. You have the right attitude. Uh, fuck drinking. Don't do it. Girls who get drunk and throw up all over the place and get passed out drunk and they have sex and regret it. No bueno. Get the fuck away from those people. You're on the right path. Fuck them. Yep. Stay stay the path, my brother. Our next question is kind of like, how do I find my purpose, but a little bit different, and our answer will be a little different. The question is, how can I find and pursue my passions and going and go all in on something? Being my being an entrepreneur and running my own show is appealing, but the idea factory has produced nil. Well, let's take that in two parts. One is, how do you how do you go all in on something? C- costs. If you don't know what you want to do and you're looking for ideas, you want to have time to think about things and you want to have time to experiment and you want to have time to fuck up. That means you can't afford to have any kind of fixed costs. No car payment, no mortgage, live with roommates, uh, live, live at home if you can, 
sleep on a couch, do whatever you can to keep costs low because that's going to allow you to have the freedom to seek out what you want to do. Uh, you continue on and you say, a reader in a similar situation said, asked this question and you told him to live life to the fullest, bang girls, lift, work on business ideas, among other things. But isn't that ultimately a waste of time being a vagabond in some capacity? Bro, what what what, what else are you going to do? Go work in some fucking Cuba factory? To me, that's a fucking waste of life, dude. This whole, the, whole, the whole thing that told me you, you a vagabond tells me that you're brainwashed, dude. If you're 23 and, and you're fucking selling insurance at State Farm, people will think you're great. You and your khakis and your, your red collared shirt and you're drinking your Starbucks. Uh, I think that's a... I don't want to say it's a loser, but I would say that that is no no better than being a vagabond and finding your purpose. There's no future in that. I mean, what's the future in that? You get promoted to a manager, and then five years later, you become a regional manager, and then, hey, maybe you could get equity. Dude, Mike's right. There's no future in that. So the truth is, is that if you're banging girls, and you're lifting, and you're living a good life outside of your job, that's fucking to be applauded. I mean, why would you be upset? Why would you look down on somebody and think of someone as a vagabond? I mean, again, we all go through life. Life is the experience that you make of it and if you're having sex with chicks and enjoying your life lifting building a great physique man that's fucking something to be applauded and lauded yeah and and, and while you're doing that and you're thinking of business ideas it doesn't matter if the idea factory runs low look bro you you're gonna have a hundred ideas that are absolute dog shit but you only need one that works you only need one that works the average entrepreneur who's successful literally fails between five and ten times before he finds something that works so you're gonna lose you're going to be at the bottom you're gonna be in the fucking mindset of holy shit my life's meaningless I've, I've, I've achieved nothing it's the guy who continues to fight through the depression and the and the mindset of like fuck everything's blown up that ultimately prevails yep uh, you see the thing is that you and a lot of younger guys you grew up in this millennial culture where Everything, yeah, everything's given to you. Everything's predetermined. Uh, they, they have kindergarten graduations now, fifth grade graduations. So everything in your little world is structured. And if you want you, a pizza, you text and it comes to your house in 10 minutes. Yeah. And everything's A to B. Well, if you follow the A to B rules, and that's an artificial reality. Real reality is struggle. Real reality is you're going to f- f- be fucked up. Real reality is your fucking car is going to be broken into. People you love are going to die of cancer. They're going to die of car crashes. You're going to have anxiety attacks. You're going to make money and you're going to lose it. You're going to get cheated on. But real life is also you're going to have a lot of amazing experiences if you open yourself up to the possibilities. Yeah, you just have to enjoy them. I'll tell you real quick what real life is. Real life is being 18 years old, graduating from high school, hopefully graduating from high school, and your parents saying, hey, guess what? If you don't go to college, you're out. That's when real life happens. And how many of the guys that are 18 or 19 years old have had that happen to them? unlikely many of you because of the helicoptering that goes on with most parents but hey life is like mike says it's what you make out of it so you know you may look at it getting kicked out by your parents at 18 years old is a bad thing but shit to me you're free bro do what you want now now it's time to produce now it's time to be a man step it up yep it's it's good man don't think you have to go work in some dumb job to make other people happy it sucks this fellow wants to know where is the best place to live for an ambitious young man. Where I live, Long Island, New York, is very expensive and my time here is running out. Who says you have to live in the U.S., man? Go to fucking Thailand. Um, fuck, that's exactly what I would do. I've been telling um, Jay that he needs to send, I guess it's technically his stepson. 
however you want to call it, either a stepson or his wife's 18-year-old son, I said, fucking tell this kid to, to build your website, learn how to build websites, and then go to Chiang Mai and learn internet marketing. Exactly. I mean, the reality is, is like, you know, the truth, unfortunately, the truth is, and this sucks to tell you this, but the truth is, is that living in the United States in this day and age, in this generation, especially in large coastal population centers, is not beneficial. You're getting fucking gouged. You're getting overpriced, overcharged. There's no return on investment. Other than living in Southern California or Southern Nevada or maybe Southern Arizona or Southern New Mexico, Western New Mexico, there are no places where the weather is advantageous. So what the fuck are you paying for? You know, like Mike says, you know, go to a place, a third or fourth world country where the culture is on the upswing, you know, technology is being forced into their automation processes and, and figure something out that way. But I mean, I wish I could tell you that living in Cal or Cal, you know, living in Southern California was the right thing to do, but it's not anymore. Yep. Get the, get the fuck out, man. Think bigger. Find a, find a travel message board. Um, I know Victor from Bold and Determined. He lives in Thailand, loves it. Uh, if I were your age, I would be in Thailand already. And this is going to be our last question, at least out of this batch. And it comes from a reader who wants to know, what values or principles are the most advantageous to have in my life? That's a pretty good question. And I would say, what comes to mind immediately, I would say that discipline. Um, no matter what you do, discipline will not serve you poorly. If you want to go to the gym, you have discipline to go to the gym. If you want to build a website, you have discipline to build your website. If you want to do this, you just you, if you have discipline, that can be applied to all areas of your life. So I would say that is one of the best values to have. Yeah, I mean, honestly, force of will. It really doesn't matter your intellect. It really comes down to your drive, you know, your stick to itiveness. I like to call it like, how badly do you want to make it? How badly do you want to succeed? How badly do you want to build a business? I mean, how badly do you want to marry a 10, you know, woman and keep that relationship healthy and viable for 30 or 40 years? I mean, you know, that may not be what you want to do. Maybe you want to bang the hottest girl, you know, once every six months. I mean, whatever it is that you want to do, how badly do you want it? And how willing are you to stop at nothing? Thing, you know within the confines of legality to get it yeah there are three words that separate winners from losers and that is um whatever it takes and i've written about that before on the site you know arnold wanted to be the olympia olympian he took as much steroids as it as it took to get there um he fucking cheated mike minster out of the 1980 olympia he would even cheat his friend franco and that might not be ethical and i personally wouldn't cheat a friend or behave that way but the point is you have to adopt the, the the principle or the value that i will do whatever it takes to accomplish my goals and i will take what do whatever it takes to succeed and as jay said force a will uh, just fucking do it man say that you're going to do something have some fucking follow through unlike every other kid in his 20s and say if here's the value say if i said i'm going to do it i'm going to fucking do it no matter what Make that commitment to yourself even for the little things. Hey, I said I'm going to answer these emails. I'm going to do it. I mean, fuck, guys. I, I sent out this um, email and, um, and to my newsletter subscribers, and I've gotten way more emails than I ever thought. And I thought about shelving this project, but you know what? I said I was going to do something. So guess what? I'm going to fucking do it, and that's how I live my life. I mean, that can't be said better than you know, what we both already said. I mean, just live your life with a purpose. Have desire above all else and, you know, figure out a plan. I mean, you know, if things get in the way, then, you know, improvise. I mean, that's what you got to do. I and mean, that's the only way you can be successful in life. I mean, you're going to have good days and bad days. And I can assure you, you're going to have a lot more fucking bad days than good days. But it's the people that keep fighting, wake up the next day from the bad day and know that the sun's going to come up or somewhere the sun's coming up and just keep pushing. That's all you can do. There you go, bros. Thanks for your questions. I have a bunch more. 
We're going to handle them again. Until next time, this is Mike. And this is Jay. Thanks for having us. As always, leave your questions and comments below. Until next time, bye.